bit over here on the stage here. So, I need two shepherds, please. So, um, let's have a couple of... Okay, let's have Thomas and Dylan, I reckon. Where's... Yeah, Brother Shepherd. So, bear with us while we just get ourselves sorted. See, there's some tea towels for your heads. And I need, need you all to go and stand over there. So, if you go and stand over there... You don't know how to put it on. Just put it on your head. There you go. That's it. Excellent. <laughs> okay. I need, I need Mary. Okay. Who'd like to be... Come on, Sinead. You're going to burst if you don't get on this stage. So, you, right, you need to put that sort of over your head kind of thing that Mary does. I need Joe... Need... Oh, it's going to be one of these ones again. I need Joseph. Somebody to be Joseph. Oh, is that, okay, come on then, you can be married to, Sinead, uh, to Mary. Okay, so you can wear that hat, okay. R- right, three kings, we need three kings. Sarah, you can be a king, let's have, uh, Tristan, uh, okay, and, uh, oh, go on Nathan, up you come then. So we've got three kings, so, okay, I've got, I've got three, so you can wear that. Um... Okay, Tristan, it's not going to mess your spiky hair up, is it? No. Oh, it's a bit big. Okay, guys, when you've got your coat, just go and stand over the side of the stage. And then that's that. <laughs> that's all I could find. Okay. Oh, shepherds, you need your sheep as well. There you go. All right. And we also, we, what else do we need? We, a donkey, yes. So who'd like to be the donkey? Dan, did you, did you say you wanted to be a donkey earlier? Oh, you've got, you're with child at the moment. That could be difficult. So I'll have to be Leon instead. Okay, so I'll become... Sorry. I did... <laughs> there you go. Excellent. And, of course, we, we need the angel. Okay, who would like to be an angel? Goodness me. Sophie, okay, come on then. Grant, did you say? No, no, he's been an angel enough times already this week. And we've got the baby Jesus. And we'll have to use this as the the crib. No, that Mary, you can take that. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Okay, right. Okay. (laughs) Right. Are we ready? Are we ready for our nativity play? Okay, here we go then. Right. This, the birth of Jesus took place like this. Now, are you right there, donkey? <laughs> Problem with your ears. Okay. Now, now, you just need to kind of listen out for your bit and then come on and do your bit. Okay. Brilliant. This is a good idea. Right. The, okay. The birth of Jesus took place like this. Mary was engaged to Joseph. They were very much in love. (laughs) But while Mary was asleep, okay, so so you go to sleep, that's good acting. (laughs) And Joseph, you can fall asleep as well. Oh, very dramatic. Well, while Mary was asleep, an angel appeared to Mary and said... Mary, wake up. Huh? 
Mary, you will become pregnant by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you will give birth to God's Son, the Messiah. <laughs> the Messiah. The Messiah. Mary goes, What? Mary could hardly believe it. How could she possibly have a baby? But she trusts God and realizes what a privilege it is to be part of God's plan. Wow, this really is a privilege. 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 Okay. Now Mary was overjoyed. She leapt in the air. She was so happy. But Joseph wasn't. When he heard Mary... Wake up now. Mary was expecting a baby. He went mad. He was very upset. <laughs> and, he, and he went to Mary and said, you're having a baby? You must be joking. I'm not. It'll be God's son. Joseph was having none of it. And he stormed off. And, and then went to sleep again. <laughs> oh. But later that night, Joseph had a dream. Once again, the angel appeared. (laughs) Joseph, wake up. What? Don't be afraid. Mary's having God's child. You must stay with her. She will bring forth a son. God's son. And you will call him Jesus. And Joseph said, well, I would have preferred Gavin, but okay. (laughs) So, that was that. Now, while Mary was expecting, Caesar Augusta announces that there will be a census. So everyone has to return to the town of their birth to register their names. Joseph was from Bethlehem. So he and Mary had to hire a donkey. (laughs) so I need a donkey shouted Mary so on came the donkey on all fours and what noise do donkeys make (laughs) yes I know it's alright I'm leaving soon it doesn't matter now and Mary got on the donkey no okay no Stood next to the donkey (laughs) and they travelled 80 miles. No, you're right. Okay. From Nazareth to Bethlehem. When they finally arrived, there was no room for them in the inn. We haven't got an innkeeper. I'll be the innkeeper. There's no room. So, they, (laughs) they had to go into a smelly old stable instead. So, we're in the stable now. Okay. Mary, Joseph and the donkey were very grateful. That night in the dark and dingy stable, Mary gave birth to Jesus. (laughs) As easy as that. It's easy. Pallies. Okay. Mary, Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes and lay him in a manger 
Meanwhile, wise men from the east, wise men from the east came traveling from afar. They knew that God's son, hang on, you need to travel, you've come a long way, so I need you to travel right around the back of the church there. Thank you. God's son had arrived and were following a star which was leading them to Bethlehem. Soon they would arrive. In a field close to Bethlehem, there were shepherds washing their socks. When suddenly a great crowd of angels appeared. Well, we've only got one. Singing, glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. The shepherds were terrified. (laughs) Do not be afraid, said the angel. (laughs) I bring news of great joy, said the angel. I bring good news. Today in Bethlehem, the saviour of the world has been born. Go and find him. And so the shepherds went in search of Jesus and they found him in the stable. They were amazed and they went, ah, coochie-coochie-coo. And they got a bit giggly. Just at that moment, the wise men appeared as well. And they brought gifts for the king. Gold, frankincense and myrrh. And they bowed down and they worshipped the baby Jesus. So here ends the nativity story. God's story of how he sent his son to be born in humble surroundings. A son who would one day grow to show God's love to all men. To save us by dying on the cross to forgive our sins. And help us have a relationship with the almighty living God. This is what the Christmas story is really all about. Shall we give our actors a big round of applause? Thank you very much. <laughs> oh dear. Excellent. Just put it all in the, all in the box there, thank Okay, go and sit yourselves down. Wow, wasn't that wonderful? Okay, thank you. The Christmas story like you've never seen it before. Or ever will again. Okay. Excellent. Oh, well, those, the, we've heard that story so many times, haven't we? we? We hear that story all the time, every Christmas. But do we really know what Christmas is all about? There's that, there's that famous song, the Band-Aid song. Okay. And there's a line in that that says, Do they know it's Christmas time at all? And I think we need to ask our, that question to ourselves. Now, we, it's an obvious question. We do know it's Christmas, don't we? You can't avoid it. You go out on the high street, you walk down your street. It surrounds us. Christmas, the festive season, surrounds us every day. So we know it's Christmas, but do we know Christmas? Do we know Christmas? You see, Mary, in that story, she was chosen. And in the last few weeks in Discovery Zone, in the kids' work, we have been looking at the character of Mary, Joseph, and the characters of the wise men. And I'm just going to quickly recap, because I think the, the, it's a really important message that we've been telling our children, but it can also be for us as grown-ups, as adults. The first thing is that Mary was chosen. She was an, a, a young teenage girl from a no particular amazing background, 
She was chosen. Why was she chosen? I'm not sure why she was chosen, but she was chosen. And she was a very ordinary person chosen to do an extraordinary thing for God. And I believe that God calls each one of us ordinary people to do extraordinary things for God. And Mary had to have incredible faith. And it was tough. It was a real tough one for her. How was she going to explain what was going on? But she trusted God. And she encountered God through the angel. And she knew what Christmas was all about. Joseph. Joseph, well... I can imagine it might have even been more difficult for him, the faith that, that he must have had to have when he finds out that his, his bride-to-be is expecting a baby and it's nothing to do with him. In that, those days, the stigma, and even today, the stigma that would have been attached to him, the, the terrible thing, you know, um, turmoil that he would have had to go through, but then he encountered, okay, then he encountered God again through the angel. And he could have walked away. In our little nativity story there, I said that, that Joseph stormed off. And I think he did at first. When he first, he, he, he just didn't want anything to do with it. He tried to work a, his, a way out of the situation. He tried to move on. But then he encountered God. And then he knew what Christmas was all about. And he remained faithful. And we want to, we've been encouraging the children to be faithful. Faithful to each other. Faithful to God. And faithful to themselves. And when we know what Christmas is about, it draws us to be faithful, just as Joseph was. And the wise men. And the wise men, they were generous. Again, I just think about the wise men. What incredible faith they must have had. They saw a star... And decided to travel, on a, probably on camels, for a very long distance. And they didn't know what they were going to expect. They didn't know what was going to happen. But when they got there, they knew. They could have got to the stable and saw, saw uh, Mary and Joseph. And they could have just sort of thought, what a, what a waste of time that was. Is that it? But No. The first thing, as you read in the Bible, the first thing that the, the, the wise men did is they worshipped Jesus. When they arrived, they worshipped, and then they were generous. They gave of their very best. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There's a lot of symbolism in, that, in those gifts. But for the wise men, for those kings, it was their best. They gave of themselves, and they gave gifts. And I believe at Christmas, when you know what Christmas is all about, you become generous. And I'm not just talking about giving nice presents, but we become generous towards God and we give him our very best. And the shepherds, the shepherds there, they were completely amazed. Imagine it, just sitting in that field a normal evening, looking after the sheep when all the angels suddenly appeared. I mean, can you really imagine what it must have been like? They were completely amazed. And it says when they went to, to, and found Jesus, again, they were amazed. They were in awe of him. When they encountered God through the angels and when they met Jesus, they were completely in awe and amazed. Because they knew 
They knew what Christmas was about. And when you know what Christmas is about, it's, it becomes amazing. It's not just a nice fluffy little story. It's a life-changing thing. So when you know what Christmas is all about, when you know and you find out what it is, then it leads you to do something about it. It's okay to know it here, but when you know it here, it leads you into something. And I believe there's three things that it leads you into. The first thing is worship, just like the wise men. When they knew what Christmas was all about, they were drawn to worship. And we're going to be drawn to worship a bit, uh, in a little while, in a few, few seconds. But as we do, think, yes, Christmas is, this is it, this is what Christmas is. I know what Christmas now means. So be drawn to worship, just as the wise men were. The other thing that we're drawn to is devotion. You see, Joseph, when he knew what his role was, when it began to click for him, when it made sense, not just in his head, but in his heart, he became completely devoted. You know, you read the story on after Nativity, how devoted was Jesus in just caring for Mary, keeping him, her and Jesus safe? And as you know, we don't know much, too much more about Joseph after that story, but he was devoted and he knew that he had a responsibility. So when we know Christmas, we devote ourselves to the King of Kings. And finally, the third thing is that we share. The wise men shared. They gave of their best. And if we know what Christmas is, then we need to share it. We don't keep Jesus to ourselves. We share and we give of our best. So this Christmas, I hope that you know what Christmas is in your heart. Do you know it's Christmas time at all? And if you do, be drawn to worship, be drawn to devotion, and be drawn to sharing. Okay, I'm going to pray, and then uh, we're going to worship again. And then we're going to have uh, a time of uh, praying after we've worshipped. But let's be drawn into God's presence as we worship. Father God, we thank you so much that you were prepared to become a man and come to earth. And Lord, there's so much to be learned about the Christmas story. But Lord, forgive us when we just forget all that and we just think about presents and eating and Christmas trees and all that. Lord, help us to really know Christmas this year. Not just know it in our heads, but know it in our hearts. Lord, I pray that this Christmas we will be drawn closer to you in worship, devotion, and how we give and share with others and we give to you. Help us now just to feel your presence working in our lives. Teach us something new, we pray.